Welcome to Teaching Kindness, the Bullies Be Gone podcast. Every day, we see a battle of hate versus kindness. Bullies choose hate. But guess what, guys? Kindness always wins. Here at BBG, we dive into everything from overcoming bullies to building resiliency in ourselves. So come on in and learn how to live in a world where kindness is king. I'm your host, Nate Webb. Let's get to it. What is up, everybody, and welcome back. It is great to be at BBG. Today, we are talking with one of my friends, friends from college, now a huge social media realtor powerhouse, Jesse Lockhart. It's going to be dope. It's going to be great. But first, got to pay the bills. All right, guys. Well, let's just dive right in. We are so happy to have with us here Jesse Lockhart on the show. So Jesse, she's a realtor in Arizona who is in her first year of her profession, and she is on track to sell 13 plus homes by the end of the year as a crazy first year, guys. She's a social media mastermind and has been able to use TikTok to get clients to buy and sell houses, which is not so, guys. TikTok is like that's like middle school people, but no, it's everybody. Um, she's been recognized as one of the most successful rookies in her field by Property Spark and several others. She's an amazing person, and her road to success has had its fair share of haters, but she has never let that stop her. Thank you, Jesse, for coming on today. Thanks, Nate. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Oh, I'm glad. Um, so first off, how the heck are you? So guys, last time that we have like basically even talked, like we, 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 we DM every now and then, but last time we like saw each other, it was like a decade ago at Utah state over in Utah. It's been a second. So how you been doing? I've been good. I've been good. Yeah. I mean, how crazy is that? Like we're coming up on uh, 10 years of knowing each other. That is so weird to me still. <laughs> that, that is not so. Um, right. Yeah, no, I've been good. Um, I managed to graduate from USU in 2016 and then Wait, for got reals? married. Yeah. So I 16. Um, that was, that was when me and Kim, that's funny. Okay. Yeah. So I, um, cause I took a semester off. And I had to kind of rework some stuff and then, then ended up, yeah, graduating in May of 16, got married the following summer. And then the summer after that is when me and my husband moved to Arizona and now we're here. Boom. That's crazy. So me and my wife also graduated May of 2016. So, oh, that's a lie. Never mind. That was May of 17. Never mind. I was like, how did I not see you at graduation? But no, it was 17. (laughs) Never mind. I'm crazy, but that's awesome. Um, so I just saw you're like close to like 14k over on Insta. I know. What the heck? That's right? crazy. You're like in the big kid leagues now. You can like have your swipe up thing. Like you, you got all those magic buttons now. That's way cool. Um, that's as you've gotten more attention on Instagram and on social media, have you noticed that there have been like more negative people, more haters with all the increase of people seeing you? Yeah. I mean, naturally, the more eyes you have on your stuff, the more negativity you're going to see and end up finding. I mean, for every negative person, there's always a hundred more positive people, but there's just something about, you know, that one negative person that just gets you, you know? 
right? They are the worst. It is, yeah. Um, and so, like, I don't know how how have those haters? What kind of effect have those trolls and their comments and their DMs? What kind of effect has that had on you as a person? Um. So I really didn't see a ton of negativity on Instagram. Most of it was coming actually from TikTok. So those are my two biggest platforms is TikTok and Instagram. Um, I uh, blew up on TikTok way before I blew up on Instagram. And I would get, I mean, over on TikTok, what I'm trying to tell people is, you know, show them that homeownership is a lot closer than they think. Things like you don't need to 20% down payment or perfect credit. And like, you know, all of these things is what I'm trying to teach people. And then in my comments section, I would get so many people that are like, just throwing negativity at me, like, well, that's not true. Or, oh yeah, let's just go back to 2008 and have a market crash or whatever. So they would just like, you know, be throwing that kind of stuff at me. And then I started getting a little bit more attention on Instagram and then started seeing a little bit more of that over there too. But TikTok was way worse, Man. way worse. So like, what kind of effect did that have on you? Like as those like hateful comments started coming in, like, was that tough going from like a relatively small account to lots of attention and then the hate starts rolling in? Like, how was that? It was tough. I mean, so I don't take any crap from people I never have and <laughs> and you know I just I tend to get really defensive that's kind of my first reaction when I receive negativity is I get super defensive and I'm just like listen like I'm trying to help you you know and so I would go in and I'd respond to these people and like I'd be super sarcastic and and stuff like that and you know things like that just kind of clap back at them a little bit right um and stuff but I mean it that type of negativity is totally separate so people just be like who don't know anything about real estate you know trying to comment on my stuff right. that doesn't have as much of an effect as like the personal attacks does like people that were criticizing my eyebrows you know that wait whole wait 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 thing. wait for real for real yeah for real yeah did you not see yeah so there was this huge thing so a couple, I don't, e I don't even remember how long ago it was. It was within the last like month and a half, probably. Um, someone reached out to me on Facebook, like on Facebook Messenger. I didn't know her. And so I looked at her message and, and she sent me a screenshot of this post on Facebook inside of this group that all they do is like eyebrow shame. <laughs> So they like take screenshots of people and that's then a, share it in this group. That's and they're like, what? yeah, like it's this group of 30,000 people on Just Facebook. eyebrow shame. That's like, yeah, all they do is share pictures and then they comment and they're like, you know, they're all just trolling it up there. If any of you eyebrow so, shamers are listening, take a look at those bushy beauties. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man. And so this girl sent me this screenshot and she was like, I'm in this group only to help, you know, report people and stuff. And she was like, I recognized you. And so she reached out to me just to like, let me know. And um, bless her. Like she, you know, was looking out for me and everything. I probably could have gone without 
the notification and just like gone on with my life. But yeah, so I ended up like joining that group and then I went and found that post oh, and then gosh. I started responding to everyone's comments oh, no. again, just kind of like being sarcastic, like leaning into it a little bit Watch out, and, stuff, and just being like, listen, like, you know, I just still cannot believe it. So anyway, I shared like this bit, this whole experience on my Instagram stories right, and right, right you know, and like people were making fun of me because, you know, of how I did my makeup with my eyebrows and stuff like that. And it was this huge thing. And that took me like a while to get, I mean, not a long time, but it took me like a solid week, week and a half to really like get over that. Right. <laughs> yeah. To really, to really process it and things like that. Like it, it consumed me for a few days and then so ultimately true. you know now it's behind me so like there's a different type of negativity right so you have the people that don't know anything that are just right. stupid right. and then you personal. have the people that are attacking something personal about you and right. that hurts a lot more yeah oh yeah it does yeah it does so like my whole mission like started <laughs> way back in the middle schools when a kid shoved a pen up my rear end because I had glasses. And then in seventh grade, I went in a trash can. In ninth grade, before homecoming parade, they threw me in the dumpster. And yeah, like that personal crap hurts. But it's also funny because you realize how insecure everyone else is. And they're like, oh, shoot, dang, this person looks confident. I don't feel confident. I want to try and make them feel not confident. When in reality, that's crazy. There, there's a group of 30,000 people that are so insecure that they want to go make fun of someone else. Mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it just blow your mind? It does. And the funny thing you mentioned about like people projecting their insecurities is they don't even know that they're insecure. They're oh, no. just like, it's all like so subconscious to them. And they're just projecting in a way that seems normal to them when in reality, it's their subconscious that's like, yeah. And I wonder with those people, if like you got onto their phones and like looked at their, their screen health, whatever app that all phones have and see how much like screen time they spend just scrolling and comparing on Instagram and Facebook and everything, how astronomically high those numbers would probably be. Because, mm-hmm. hey, if they're in a group of <laughs> Facebook eyebrow shaming and then they're doing it because they're insecure, I bet you anything, those same people, they're just scrolling for days. Now, there's a difference between like, you know, you use, you're on social media a lot, but that is a business tool for you, yo. Like you are, you are grinding on the Instagrams and the TikTok and having fun. Y'all should go look at her videos. They're pretty funny. I get a good laugh <laughs> out of them and I don't even understand realtor stuff. Um So like, there's a lot of kids that are listening and get bullied daily and a lot of teachers that are trying to help those kids. Um, Now, I don't know, how have you, as, as you've been experiencing these different things, how have you been able to keep those people from getting under your skin or, cause I know they all get under our skin, but like, I don't know, you seem that, you know, you process it and then you're good. Some people, they hold on to it for a really long time. How are you able to just let it go? Well, I think it takes, I mean, a few different things. Um, I know, I know myself pretty well. And I know 
that when I have a bad day or when I have something bothering me and it's bouncing around inside my head and repeating itself over and over, the easiest way for me to kind of process that is to expel it. So whether I journal about it, whether I talk to my husband, a friend, you know, or someone else about it, or even sometimes like I've even audio journaled, I've just opened up my phone and gone to the voice memo app and just like started talking. But however, you know, either one of those ways kind of helps me process what happened and process my feelings in real time. And that's a big thing. Um, and definitely focusing, trying to focus more on the positivity, you know, like right. I mentioned earlier, for every negative person, you have a hundred more positive right. people. And I don't even, I don't even know how many DMS I got when I was sharing this whole experience about my eyebrows on Instagram, um, in my stories, I had so many people, people that I hadn't like people that I had no idea who they were, strangers, friends, people like that, sending me DMS and, and telling me, you know, Oh my God, like, I love your eyebrows. Like, you know, like you're per, you know, not you're perfect, but you know, just, just right, sharing right. so many positive aspects about myself. And so that, you know, that was really helpful. That's how I know that I am surrounded by the right people Right is, you know, because they're spewing the positivity to combat the negativity. Right. It says a lot about your community when like you, you, you know, you've been giving them value for so long. And then when you reach out and basically just get vulnerable and like, yo, I had a tough day because these people were jerks. And then when you get swarmed with love and positivity, you're like, yo, these are my people. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I love yeah. that. There are so many kids out there that are basing their self-worth off of like artificial things like likes and follows and just, just crap online. Um, how can people break free of needing the validation from the interwebs and just be happy with who they are? Um, I think that has a lot to do with just the love that you have for yourself. Because when you love yourself enough and you accept yourself enough and um, you are okay with where you're at right now in this moment, then nobody else's opinion matters. Mm. And that's something that has real, I've really been on a journey on through this, this whole year, because last year, just with not having much success in my real estate business and like finances being tight and just so much right. crap happening last year for me, my self-confidence was in the toilet at the end of last year. Man. And so coming into 2020, which what a year to deal with it, but right. um, I really started to come to, I, I mean, I started my self-love journey and I right. started writing as silly as it sounds. I started writing affirmations about myself. Ooh. I sure, sure didn't believe them when I started writing them, but things like I, you know, I love myself. I fully accept myself as I am. I'm capable. I'm worthy. All of those things. Like I started writing them at the beginning of this year and I didn't believe them when I started writing them. But now right. as I have worked through this year, that's made a huge difference in how I feel about myself. And so, you know, yeah, sure. Like I, I, I'm not perfect and I still get caught up in the, well, how many people saw this post or how right, many people right, right. liked it or getting DMS and stuff like that. 
you know, I, I'm not perfect and I still right. focus on that sometimes too, but I like think at the end of the day, of yeah, like I know that regardless of what people think on social media, my family loves me, my husband loves me, my friends love me and I love me. And that's really all that matters. Amen. <laughs> Good heavens. A freaking man. Cause yeah, life sucks sometimes and that's okay. And it, and it kind of grinds on us and it's hard. And I love that. Cause I don't know. People have been hating on 2020 so much, but girl, this is a year that like, you got your thing. Like you got your confidence. You got your biz. You got 2020 was your year. And everyone's just like, this yeah. is the worst. And it's like, well, it is what you make it. Yeah. I remember, I remember last year, Y'all, you were driving Lyft, like you're having some, you're having quite the side jobs. Um, so I'm, I'm super happy for you. That is so cool. And all you guys listening, like Jesse's a normal girl. Okay. Like I met her, we were in college. We we're freshmen at the dorms. We did like, we did like talent shows together. Like we're goofy kids. We're all people here. Like even people that are like, oh, they had like 15,000 followers. They're just an influencer. No. They're people who grow a community because of their positivity. I love this. Oh, man. So mm -hmm. recently, like in the last, I think it's about a month now, maybe not even that, um, you made the decision to turn off your comments on your posts and on your videos and stuff. Walk us through that. How did that go down? Yeah. So this is something that had actually, I'd actually seen someone that I look up to actually do this. So there is um, a, a lady, her name is Fallon Taylor. She's actually a professional barrel racer, which Nate, you know, is something that I, you know, love and, and do and that kind of thing. And, and I really admire this person. And she is, um, just her personality, the way that she does life and, and things like that. She just naturally attracts a lot of hate and a lot of trolls on the internet as well, because she has such a large presence. Right, and right. she had actually made the decision to turn off comments on all of her platforms. You know, she's on YouTube, on TikTok, on Facebook, on Instagram, she's everywhere. And she made the decision to turn off her comments. And I remember when she did that, I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting, you know, but I didn't really, I noticed it, but I didn't really think anything of it. And then this whole eyebrow debacle happened. And I was just like, man, it really put that into perspective. And I was just like, you know what? Like I'm growing a ton. My account is getting more views, more people, more community. I'm just not even going to deal with it. And right. I just made a decision. You know what? I'm just going to do this. I'm going to turn off my comments. And I thought it through and I was like, you know, like, what am I going to miss? And you know, that's the positivity. That's all the people maybe asking questions, that kind of thing. Right. But on the other hand, when you have that many people looking at your stuff and responding with questions or just responding in general, that's a lot of babysitting to do. Right. And I don't want to sit and babysit Your my post. comment section right. because that's what I was having to do. You. Exactly. And that's what I was having to do on TikTok was babysit my comment section. And then it got to a point where there were so many comments that I was like, I don't have time to sit here and babysit <laughs> these. And so who knows how many comments are, you know, <laughs> over right. on my TikToks, but right. I just made a decision. You know what? I don't need anybody else's 
criticism. I already deal with self-criticism on a daily basis. Why open up the door to anybody else to throw their opinion at me about whatever I do? And that was kind of what Fallon had said. Like, I'm already self-critical enough. Why open the door for anyone else to be that way too? Right. And I love that because, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people, they're like, so-and-so, like, people talk to me all the time. So-and-so is bullying me online. What do I do? And my first response is like, walk away. Like, you don't need them in your life. Why, why are you talking to them at all? Like, yeah, they started it, but you don't need to talk to them. And so I love that you took away their ability you took away the front door to them to get underneath your skin. Like mm-hmm. that takes some stones because it's not easy to just flip off that comment section. FOMO is real, y'all. I get like, mm, I don't want to miss out on crap, but man, like, so now that you've done this, you've turned off your comments. It's been a little while. Um, what are some of the after effects you've noticed? Like how's your overall online life experience? Like, have you felt an improvement overall? Yeah, I mean, definitely not having to spend the time to scroll through comment sections, respond, delete, block, you know, if necessary, that type of thing. So, I mean, I'm not having to do that, which is super, super nice. Um, And as far as like my engagement, I still get really good engagement through my stories. So, Mm. I unlike Fallon, I actually left my stories open so people can respond to my DMs or respond to my stories if they want. And I can end up in my DMs if they want to, and I can still have conversations, answer questions with people, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. But my engagement hasn't changed. I still get, you know, get to interact with my community through my DMs and my stories, which there's a whole, like, I love doing that for my business. I think that's, I think that type of engagement is a lot more beneficial than comment engagement. Yeah. So man, are you finding yourself more overall happy now that you don't have to babysit and hear the hate? I would say, yeah, it was a huge relief Mm. to actually like, cause I can open up my Instagram and if I see like the comment notification, I'm like, hold on a sec (laughs) you know so it's usually someone like tagging me in something or someone responding to a comment that I left you know but I don't have to sit here and try and babysit my comment section and respond to everyone or whatever and that's a huge relief but yeah I mean it's one less thing to worry about I have enough things to worry about and focus on and so it it feels nice (laughs) man that's awesome everybody wants to be more happy that's and I feel like that is one thing people can do is like all right you don't want the haters in your life then don't let them in your life you know close the front door take out the front door leave the house go to a different building they can keep knocking on that door you can go have fun somewhere else Man. Mm -hmm. All right. So to close, I ask everybody this. If you had a kid in front of you, we're talking like a middle school teenager kind of kid in front of you right now, suffering from some sort of cyberbullying, harassment, hate, something, what would you tell them? I would tell them that they have the control and the ability to turn it off. They, just like what I did with my comments, they have all of the tools and the resources in front of them to remove that from their life by blocking, deleting, 
removing the ability to comment that type of thing because you know at the end of the day like if people continue to do that you're it sounds bad but you're almost in a way allowing that because you yeah. left the front door open yeah and so you need to take the accountability and the responsibility for your own happiness stop leaving it up to other people right and just freaking close them out of it it's not worth it you're you're so much more than what people think of you and close that door and focus on yourself amen to everybody listening okay i want to say that again you are so much more than what other people think of you dang it man oh i'm all fired up now gosh all right oh my goodness (laughs) thank you so much for everything it's always a pleasure talking with you so where can folks follow you give you your shameless plug Where, where can we follow you sure Instagram and TikTok is the best place. Um, my handle is at Miss MS Jesse Lockhart, both on TikTok and on Instagram. I also have a YouTube channel where I push mostly real estate stuff, but I'm throwing in a few lifestyle things just for people to get to know me. But those nice. are going to be my best, best platforms, best places to find me. Awesome. And those are in the description. So if y'all want to hop over and follow her, if you want a little bit more information on realtors stuff on real estate, um, and just to follow a cool gal. Um, thanks everybody for tuning in. I really appreciate everybody that's listening. I hope you guys felt as uplifted as I did today. Um, if you guys want your daily dose of positivity, you can follow me at bulliesbeat.gon on Instagram, and we will see you guys on the next one.